Yes, people, what's going on? Welcome back to Above the Knee with me, Liam Loftus, and of course, my man, Jay Extended. Jay, how are we? I'm looking forward to this. Uh, you hanging in there? No, you're not, you're not feeling I'm 100%. Hanging in you're hanging I'm in hanging, there. I'm hanging in there. More than you believe. More than you believe. <laughs> and we... <laughs> I like Pep out here. And we are joined by hashtags Alex Bayless. Alex, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. I'm excited to be here. So, virtually. So yeah. <laughs> let's let's talk your football journey um you've been playing football for a long time so what was your like entry point into football um I don't actually remember starting playing because I was really really young but um I remember in primary school just playing with the boys at like break time or whatever and then my mum said that one day I just came home and I was like all oh, the boys are playing for the local team and I want to join um so I went that must have been like under sevens under eights youngest age group that you can start at um I just remember I absolutely loved it. Uh, we were just playing like on the boggy pitch and I actually still live in the area now when all the kids still play like their games on the green where I live. Um, so yeah, a bit, bit of a throwback. And then um, I played in a game where actually there was a scout from Leighton Orient watching and there was a girl on the other team as well um, who I know is still playing and we both got invited to like trials at Leighton Orient at the time. And I feel like because it wasn't as big then, like with the academies, I didn't really know what it was. Like you don't see stuff on Twitter, obviously. Mm. Um, so yeah, then I started playing for Leighton Orient from under 10s when it was a centre of excellence until 14s. And then just played with my mates after that sort of at school. Um, and then when I was 16, joined Braintree Town Ladies, who I don't even think have a women's team anymore. But they were actually playing in tier four at the time, which is the level that the team I'm with is at now. Um, back in the day, it was called the Southeast Combination. Um, and that was sort of my first real women's football experience at a decent level. And they'd come up through all of the leagues. They'd been promoted like five times back to back. They were really, really tight team. So it was really nice to be a part of that. Um, played there came back and then I had a few mates from back in the day at Braintree who were playing for a team called CNK Basildon um, who were actually in the equivalent league went there joined the development team we won the league as a dev team and let me tell you it was like the best year of football in my life even though it was only a development team like we were such a close-knit group of girls and I still remember last game of the season we played against Portsmouth away um, and whichever one of us won, won the title. So it was always going to be a huge game um, and it was a battle. And even though it was really, really tight, like going into the game, I think we ended up winning like 5-0. Um, so yeah, great, great day. And then that's sort of when things got a bit weird. So a lot of the first team and the manager left. We became the first team, mm. which were playing in tier three at the time. Um, probably weren't quite ready to be in that league. I'm talking 10-0 losses every week. Like, we were getting absolutely battered. But that shows, like, a sign of a close team, doesn't it? Like, we didn't yeah. fold. We kept going. Um, made it through the season. Obviously, got relegated. Um, and then things got a bit spicy after that with the uh, hashtag merger. But um, I'm sure we'll come on to that later. Um, so, yeah, that's how I ended up playing for that team at a women's level and we were renamed AFC Basildon at the time um that's where I was last playing before things sort of came to an end <laughs> yeah big journey so playing like 
So was it all the the whole like development team that went like you just got a call and you're like oh you lot are now our first team or did you was there like yeah. rumblings because it's, yeah. it's sort of like oh this might yeah happen, I then... won't get too much into it but um yeah it was a bit more than that and it ended up I think what happened was like because the manager left a lot of the first team girls were obviously loyal to him um and left as well and then yeah it was a call to make do we leave and join another team do we just go for it. Um, and the majority of girls, yeah, decided we wanted to go for it. Um, and we lost the the owner, like the guy that was funding the club. So then some of the um, secretary, some of the guys that were coaching the younger age groups, our physio, they actually came together and put their own money in to keep it going. Um, we were like, so it could have folded or could have, yeah. And yeah, we made it through. And like I say, uh, tough season, but um, yeah, driving, because obviously it was tier three. So we were getting like the coach to Cardiff, like all on the Sunday, getting absolutely battered and getting on the coach home again. That was great. <laughs> At the same time, though, like, just regardless of like losing games and stuff, you must have like, still like a massive achievement, like to be, to have stepped up and then like you said, to see the season out. Like, cause it would it would have been so easier for them to be like, oh, like, like this ended yeah. going very well. Like, we can sack this. Yeah, exactly. Go elsewhere. But, um, I mean, for me, my favourite thing about football, about playing football, one, competing for the ball. Like, I love 50-50. I love, do you know what I love? Playing CDM, going up for a header from the opposition goal kick. Like, I just love that side of it. But also just, like, being part of a team. Like, I love the feeling, you know, when, say, like, I don't know, someone's messed up and... Um, you're all running back and your teammate, like your centre-back, um, like makes a good last-ditch tackle, stop them from scoring. And that minute where you look at each other like, oh my God, <laughs> phew. Like, I just love that side <laughs> of football. I love being part of a team. And I think I think if, if all I wanted was glory and to win, and then it probably wouldn't have been the place to stay. But for me, yeah. like, that's what I love about football. And so... Obviously, it's harder to stay as a team when you're getting smashed. Mm. Um, but yeah, we... Um, wanted to be part of the team and yeah we took we stepped up didn't really pay off because we got relegated but <laughs> hey ho we're still here still playing <laughs> still did it held your head up what head, held your head exactly. up high. you know what i love like well actually i don't love it because at the same time i hate it like we did we were like that when i was younger we were like in a big cup run and ended up yeah. like getting to like the semi-finals and we got like smashed like really like yeah. honestly to the point where like <laughs> Goals were going in, and I was like, "I'm gonna laugh, like, because if not, I'm gonna yeah. cry. Like, I'm not yeah, a clue, yeah. like." And it was like the all like the cliche sayings, and it's like we're like eleven nil down, and it's like, like heads, head, yeah, it's like heads nil, up. nil, it's nil, nil. <laughs> and it was like the slide dig. Someone makes a mistake, and it's like a slide dig out of nowhere, and they're like super awkward. And then you're like, right, changing rooms, and the manager's like, well, I don't know what to say. It's like it wasn't all bad, but I so I think I think that's the same with me. Like I miss being part of a team more than anything. Like football is like I don't I don't like being cold, but like, I'll be honest with you, I don't want to be out in the rain in the cold. No, that's not what I want to do. I'm still training every week. <clears throat> I like the girls. Yeah, also, but you said that you like winning headers from goal kick. That's my I duck that really? every time. <laughs> Yeah, I'll back in like a drop. No way. What Don't position want that do you play? Or did you play? Me, what I used to yeah. left back, but I like. Yeah. I used to get like uh, thrown in the middle. Like fine. if we were, if we needed numbers, it's all right. Everyone like go CDM. Yeah. Um, no, I, I like to play CDM, and then uh, 
Jason came along, who's our current manager, and he demoted me to left back. <laughs> How does that feel when you get like moved to position? Because it's like, do you kind of relish it or is it kind of like, a, okay, I'm going I to mean, learn what this is? Yeah, for me at the time, there was a, well, there's always a lot of people competing in the middle, isn't there? Like that want to mm. play there. Um, and I'd probably say I wasn't the most confident on the ball. I just like running around and working hard. Um, and I just said to Jason, look, you've like seen me play. If you think I can play there, and you're willing to coach me in it, then fine. Like, I'm happy with that. I just want to be on the pitch. So, yeah, I did enjoy it. It was a lot of doggies. And then I quite quickly found out I probably shouldn't be doing all that running. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I'll just... It, it's, it, if you want to play, then you've got to be versatile, haven't you? Like, mm-hmm. especially at a high level of football. Um, I'm willing to learn new things, I guess. Yeah, everyone, everyone always gets dumped left back. The same to me. No one grows yeah. up wanting to be left back. <laughs> Although, like, growing up, it's like, you could have wanted to be, like, Ashley Cole was was decent. It would be like Ashley Cole, but at the same time, listen, I wanted to score goals. No one cared about, no one cared if you had a good game at school at left back. Like, no one one asks. No, 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 no. That's not a glory position, is it? (laughs) You can't have touchy boots if you're playing left back. Yeah. You can try. You can definitely (laughs) try. I used to think, like, one of my favourite pairs of boots I got from this, I don't know if this is illegal, but, like, like I got just out of like lost and found and then like that's really? yeah, that sounds illegal. It's like, Wait, I, well, it wasn't cool. like yeah. So I just forgot my boots and my teacher was like, oh like go to lost and found and get some boots. Oh okay. And I got them and I was like these are the best boots I've ever had. Well, Did you keep them for, like two years? Yeah, yeah that's, I kept, that's, like, two that's years. That's that's fair. Like, <laughs> Why is that fair? I didn't have any the, boots. They're lost property. You put them back after you're Bunch done. Bunch keepers, them. come on. <laughs> Yeah, they're boots. No, I, I used them. Oh, I sold them or nothing. That is hilarious. That is very no, funny. They're like the, do you remember like the Ro- Rooney's like um, T90s? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like them ones. Were they the yellow ones? That. No, they were like with like the maroon oh, like faceplate. Nice. They nice. were banging. Mm. And then I was like, the first time I was like, I'm the man. And everyone was like, them boots are sick. I was like, yeah, cheers. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, they were free. <laughs> I felt like a legend. I was like, may as well have been sent these. Yeah. <laughs> No, I just like plain black predators all day. It's so comfortable. I just love them. <laughs> Always have. Always been Adidas boots. Is that, is that your go-to boot still? Predator? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've got I like, mix up, sort of I've see got it, a new one. one. Yeah, I, I want a new one. Yeah, no. Actually, are... to be fair, the new Predators, I would go away from black. I really like the blue ones, like the blue and red. Mm. They're really uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah, sick. I'd go away from black for that. I did a piece on like football boots um, with Jay Mike. I don't know if you heard of heard of him. He's like a boot reviewer, and okay. like football boots now, mental, like so yeah. crazy, like mm. all the stuff about them. And it's like and he's like, oh, yeah. like they've got this one's got spikes on to help with the swerve, and I'm like, yeah, I've not got swerve in my ability. Like I've got <laughs> flat passes. Not in my locker. <laughs> I've got. I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. I don't need to add swerve. Like that's, that's something I'm not trying to do, and it's all a bit nuts to me. Um, let's talk. Let's talk hashtag though. Like, um, so when, like the merger, ha, ha, yeah, what was that like on your side and like the side of the team? Um, do you know what? Because of COVID, it's so weird to like think about time, like mm-hmm. how long it's been mm-hmm. and stuff. It like it's been really, really weird. But yeah, so I can't even remember how we first got told. I think we'd obviously seen that um, hashtag had put out tweets saying that, I don't know if you saw this, like, way back, saying that they were looking for, like, a women's team to be a part of. And it wasn't really clear whether that was, like, as, like, a sponsorship or, like, a sister club or what. So I, I assume that, like, our club got in touch. 
um basically what happened was we didn't we, we didn't know about it there was obviously a big announcement on here but just before that Spencer had made kind of like um, a video with like a bit of a presentation and a bit of talking which we got on through like a zoom obviously this was like COVID yeah I think it was COVID times um yeah it was actually because we didn't get to train for ages once we'd found out um and obviously we were all absolutely buzzing and some of the girls had heard of them some of them hadn't like I'd seen some videos but I, I didn't like follow them like mm. religiously um but we knew it was big but I don't think we knew how big um Bob's it was really exciting and then when the actual like video was posted announcing it on on their YouTube um and we saw the comments and stuff we started to like realize like sort of what was going on um but then like I say it was really weird because obviously we couldn't train for ages we didn't actually see anyone we didn't meet any of the guys we didn't meet Spencer um we came back doing sort of one-to-one coaching sessions and then obviously we could talk about it a little bit more and then it wasn't till like proper pre-season that um obviously we got like kit and went and took pictures and stuff like that oh yeah that was it because some of the girls got sent kit and someone went around and took a picture like on their doorstep just so that they could do like the announcement like the delivery <laughs> yeah, like delivery guy, dpd coming around yeah exactly <laughs> making sure you got um, the kit <laughs> honestly like it was so exciting and i think probably at this point we still didn't really realize and then um because i was like still captain at this point um I think it was like BBC Radio Sport or BBC London Sport. Um, touch and wanting to do like a bit of an interview on the radio. And then I was like, oh, this is like national radio. I was like, oh, maybe this is a bit of a bigger thing than I really thought. And then it just went from there, really. And I think there's still so much more to come um, on the pitch and off the pitch as well. Um, it's really exciting. So, yeah, more and more people are starting to follow, I think, and um, see more and more women's football. Um, which is obviously so important and hopefully it's inspiring to younger kids as well, younger girls. So yeah, it's just going to go from strength to strength, I think. I think the hashtag is like, I find a bit of like a crazy like phenom. Mm. Like no, when you look through the comments and like from, from my perspective, like I think they're really good. They do, they seem to do everything right. They yeah. take all like the correct steps. Like they're really like community wise are really good and then you see Definitely. like people like complaining about them and stuff and like, I don't really I don't I really understand where this comes from and bits like that and yeah I mean I don't know I don't know whether I don't know if it's a bit of jealousy or maybe mm. a lack of understanding of like what it's doing maybe people just see the videos and think oh they've only got this because but that's what it's about like that's the point it's about promoting football mm. um Surely, if you are a true football fan, surely that is a good thing. And I think maybe some people miss that. I don't know. But yeah, like, like I said, a lot, lot of what they do is like, it's so thought, thought through, isn't it? Um, and there's a lot of community stuff. Obviously now there's all the younger age groups as well coming up. Um, they do charity, charity stuff as well. And there's some more charity stuff coming up. Um, and actually they've been really inclusive, like with the girls as well. Even though, like I said, to start with, it was really difficult because of, covid rules mm. restrictions um they've made a real effort to make us part of the club um but yeah i don't know what people's problem is sometimes i know to start with like um people were commenting on the men's performances but they don't just been promoted into this league like um and now they're looking at playoff places so mm. i don't know people I are always going to find yeah. a problem 
I think it was jealousy. And I also think people don't like seeing things progress sometimes, especially like social mm. media. Like, I think there was always hashtag won't be able to do this. Then they do it. They're not yeah. doing this. They do it. And I think like people don't like how, like, I guess sustainable hashtag is and just how it continues to do different things. And yeah. people wanted it to fail because it's just not something they came up with, not something that they're used to. And it's like, people need to understand times are changing. Like, thankfully yeah. there is things like hashtag and it, it's going to inspire other teams and stuff like that. And I'm always down for any team that recognizes the women's side of things. And even how like they did the hashtag Academy for the women as well. It's like things like that. That's never been done before. Like, especially if if you think from a YouTube team and like how they've evolved from a YouTube team, like you have nothing but to like give your hands to them. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it's people think like social media, even now people think like social media is a phase Mm. and is gonna go away and I guess like football is one of the like key pillars of this country like it's all like it's for as long as a lot of people will know and remember it's always been there so it's like oh this new thing comes in everyone's like oh well, social media is not gonna last and you're like mm, well it has it is yeah. and it's <laughs> like oh okay but now you're trying to get into something super traditional like football no you can't we can't mix them and it's I think it's, it must it's down to I don't want to say it is because I obviously don't know I don't want to speak for them people but from the outside looking in it's very small-mindedness like and it's mm. just it doesn't directly affect you if you don't understand it okay cool and hashtag are probably the best people too if you don't understand it like go to them like there's so many people involved across the board like you could just tweet someone and ask and or yeah I mean there's probably videos there's like this one thing that like that ridiculous at is content like you just go f- have a look or ask and they probably would do a video on it like and it yeah it's just to me it's just small mindedness and just it doesn't affect your life like and they're doing something positive like relax I know and like I say it's same with anything like people are always moaning like finding things to moan about with different teams but if you are a true football fan then you should mm. like the game being promoted no matter who it is you're always mm. going to have rivalry with teams in your league or like uh, local teams like derbies but that's separate to football as a whole and to what a club is trying to build and I think like like you say sustainability is really important um like when you're talking about social media because they've got so many different routes going um I think it will continue I think it can only grow and they're very versatile in like taking on different things obviously TikTok at the minute um they've done a bit on Twitch things like that um and like you say, maybe because a lot of people are trying to make it at the moment and they don't like seeing other people that maybe haven't been in that area yet, then doing well in that area mm. just because they've got already that background on YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't know. And, and I think um, the other thing is like with hashtag, a lot of it, like with do, doing vlogs as well, rather than just professional filming, is about showing people as a character and as a person. So it is a way of bringing sort of that level of football closer to home, like particularly the women's stuff as well. Like now there's getting more and more WSL content, isn't there? And championship content. Um, But lower down, like people that are aiming for like similar level of football to what we play or even lower, like it's just being able to see what a day-to-day is like or what a game Mm. day is like. It it should be making it seem more accessible to people. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They should be able to relate to it a bit more. So yeah, oh, you're always going to get a bit of hate, aren't you? I actually said the other day, I started getting a few like uh, comments on YouTube. I'm not going to say like hate comments, but 
and um, people not happy with stuff and I thought oh that must mean that I'm getting somewhere yeah. <laughs> if yeah. people aren't happy with stuff more and more people must be watching <laughs> with your let's let's talk your your like your journey to becoming a content creator and your vlogs um why 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 vlogs like what what made you think like this is going to be what made you want to have that as your medium almost like yeah um well firstly saying con- content creator just feels so weird still <laughs> but um I actually took the step the other day after like a year of posting videos on YouTube I took the step to put in content creator in my Instagram bio and in my Twitter bio because it For just sure. feels like a weird it feels like something I don't know very different mm-hmm. um but exciting I guess um so I love football and like I've grown up like watching football with my parents like going to games Sport West Ham obviously um I like most about football like I say is playing is being part of a team Mm. and so doing the more vloggy stuff is a way of me still being a part of that and still kind of keeping my role as club captain a bit um not on the pitch but like still being around the girls most of the time um and it's personal, isn't it? Like, mm. I do get a lot of comments about my poor camera work, but I just get so excited. If I, if we look like we're going to score, I'm like, yeah! And then I, I look back at it and I've, like, filmed the sky. <laughs> so a lot of people say, why don't you use, like, the proper footage, get a proper camera on a tripod or use the VO cameras? But then you lose, like, the reactions yeah. on the sideline. Mm. That's what I like. And I don't know, maybe people need to learn to like it a bit more. Maybe it's just different. Um side of it I like and I think it brings up people's personalities um and I'm already building like some characters like I don't know if you watched some of my videos but mm. um like Sasha's got a little bit in it like Keris does predictions every week for the goals and they're kind of building like little characters mm. in it and hopefully I can just keep that going um also I love doing bench cam I just have a GoPro on the bench <laughs> and then uh a lot of it I have to crop out I'm not gonna lie a lot of it I have to bleep out as well um but seeing the reactions of the bench I just absolutely love and I don't know if you saw on Arsenal's Instagram the other day they did a bit of a bench cam of our Twitter yeah I was yeah. like they've been watching my videos <laughs> they've been inspired <laughs> yeah but um yeah that's just what I like and hopefully other people like it as well but I've tried to look like for inspiration and to see what other people are doing um and recently, you, um, Jay, tagged like a lot of accounts um, mm. when we were looking at some of the like content creator awards and stuff. And I had looked through people's stuff and I'm finding more and more pages. But when I was looking on YouTube originally um, to see what other people were doing, um, and because because I'd never really watched a huge amount on YouTube before, so I wanted to get more into like football content, I just couldn't find anything similar. Like there's nothing. Mm. There's mm. There's quite a few men's teams now, but it's still like, less than 10 probably that I've really seen but I can't find anything women's like that there's some WSL stuff obviously um I can't like find anything about lower teams um I think with your content because it's like it's like a window into being a on match day being a player essentially in it so yeah. it's like like I said I don't think I don't well I mean people probably are doing like vlogs and stuff but in terms of I yeah, don't think anyone's doing I mean. what you're doing because no one, no one has that access. No one has, or if they do, they don't have the relationship with the team. Yeah, it's like so you're possibly that's what's helped. Like beyond, because a lot of stuff is like fly on the wall. So mm. just, we'll just film it and just, I'll be quiet sort of thing. And just everything yeah. happens around you. Whereas 
you uh like interacting constantly so you're like you're well you're a character aren't you essentially as well so I, I do think like like you said I don't think anyone's doing what you're doing or not in terms of yeah I mean people are obviously doing vlogs but yeah like, I mean like, different. like you offer a lot you, yeah stuff. you offer yeah. a lot more but I'm like so enjoyable. Teams, like... I didn't mean no one's doing what I'm doing. I meant like I I, I want there to be more. I can't find mm. more like yeah. in a similar way of like the match match day stuff. Um and seeing like the players on the dugout and their reactions, things like that for like the whole game. Um but hopefully more people do it. I have seen a couple of other teams like not making full YouTube videos, but like introducing some things like some a bit of bench cam. Um, even things like just players watching back their footage and like having a bit of a laugh watching them do stupid things on the pitch and actually initially I was a bit like um, oh god I need to like do more and more because other people are starting to do it and then I was like actually it's a good thing like it, it's nice to see other people doing stuff as well and like I'm only learning I don't really know what I'm doing yet um, but yeah it's, it's nice seeing more and more people doing stuff and like I say especially at this standard um, rather than just the top tiers of football I think that's something, especially someone like me. I didn't really play much football. I played Sunday league until maybe 12, but I enjoy football at the same time. So I feel like it's a nice medium. Someone like me that doesn't play can just enjoy like what it's like being in a football environment. Mm -hmm. And I think even women's football, even at the top level, sometimes you don't get that access. So it's nice to get women's football access from a football team at the same time. So I think like, it just takes time, like, kind of, like, you're the one right now that's doing it, but it's, like, it will breach out and then more people will get into it. And I think that's the exciting thing about it being so, like, unique right now. Yeah, I hope so. I hope more people start doing it. The other thing I hope is that more girls start to see it. So mm. most of the audience is, like, men. Like, mm. I think 18 to 24. Because um, they're the hashtag audience. So I I hope that more and more girls will start to see it as well. Um, I'm trying to find the fine line between it being like our humour and also being like a bit younger people friendly, mm. um, so that more girls can watch it. Um, but that's just learning curve as well and like finding my audience. But yeah, I hope more and more comes of it. And I want to do more as well. Like I'd love to do some football challenges and things like that, and do a bit more of like sit down stuff with the girls. But it's just one, trying to find time to do it, and two, trying to find a way that is still my sort of style, which isn't like full professional, but um, is interesting to watch. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Ask you, like, what? What would be next? like your dream? Your dream piece of content? Like, you've got all the time in the world. You've got all the budget. You can get any gear, sort of thing. Like, what would be like? Yeah. Your like, oh, perfect you know thing what? to hand it over and be like, listen, I've done this. It's like creme de la creme, get off. Realistic so far. So my realistic is like getting more of the girls doing like football challenges and stuff. But I guess bigger budget would be just going bigger, like going to different places to do stuff as well. Like or or playing against like higher teams. Like I know hashtag men should do stuff, um, playing against a lot of higher teams, playing against like comedians, all sorts of things back in the day. So I guess doing something like that would be really cool. I haven't really thought about myself doing anything with more like professional players as well. Um, I only have really had time to be realistic and think about like my team. But I guess that would be the dream. 
to do more stuff with um, bigger players as well. And there are some people doing that, like obviously Sam Miller, like Nancy Baker, people like that are doing, like obviously it's their job, but they're doing really, really good things for the women's game. And I'd love to do stuff like that as well. But at the minute, I'm working for the NHS, I work most days. There's not much time to edit. So we'll see. <laughs> Just have to get someone, get Jay to edit. He likes, he's good at it. Yeah, come on, Jay, help me out. (laughs) That's the thing. I'd love to do more cameras, but I've got like obviously the camera I film with, my like G7X, and then I've got a GoPro on the bench, and then I've got a GoPro behind the goal, and even that is already like five hours of footage to go Mm. through. Yeah. Plus everything else. Plus, like I said, I'm learning to use new like programs to edit with. So yeah, we'll get there. There's so much that goes into it. Like I think that's what people like. I guess if it's on YouTube, if it's on like Twitter and stuff like that, you just see the final thing, but mm. you don't see like how much goes into it. And I think I definitely underestimate. Yeah, it. yeah. Did you see um, the Peaky Blinders edit? Like someone, yeah, yeah. one of That's the editors the took a picture yeah. of their Premier Pro timeline. Is it It's disgusting. It's really? Honestly, like looks like so many like little dashes and lines and every graph i was like i didn't know it went that high or like and i just look at it and think like this is absolutely nuts so i had to work with a person called craig at man city and he was like an editor and he'd be doing an edit and like look over his screen and then because i used to like my editing i started editing tiktoks super easy like me it might have been two clips all I'm really? doing is cutting. Yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. anything too mad. It's more like timing it with the music. Yeah, you sort of just cut. Okay, I've got a minute clip here, and then want to upload 15 seconds. I mean, just cut each 45 fe- seconds out of it, and that was as, as like deep as it got. And I was like, yeah, wicked. Like I've done a smack job here. Like I'm so good at this. And then I'd look over at his computer, and he'd have like three screens open. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't even do that. And he's like, oh, you haven't, or he'll be, I'll be like, can you look at this edit? And he's like, you've not even named your clips. I'm like, I know, because there's four of them. I know what all of them are. Like, I don't, yeah. don't need to go and like dig through loads of stuff. But like, that's one thing that I'd love to be like amazing at. Yeah. It's I time. mean, like, if I had the time to do it, exactly. If, mm. if I had the time to do it, like, I'd, I'd love to do more and more and more. And um, obviously I see videos that have just got like amazing edits, like, and I've just been using like the free stuff. <laughs> so there is a lot more to come. I've just, it's kind of like taking the plunge, isn't it? Like I'd love to be able to work less, do this more. But um, it's like, what do you do first? Mm-hmm. Like if you had more time, you could do more and then possibly make more of it. It's just getting that balance, isn't it? And and I'm not going to lie, like there's been times where I've, because I'm still learning, like I've uploaded stuff at totally the wrong time. And like the next day I'm like, oh my God, why did I do that um and then I'm like oh what's the point in this like it's taking me so long hardly anyone's watching it but I know you've got to be consistent and Mm. you've just got to keep going and like obviously like people remind me of that and I see people who have started like with not many views or not many followers and they've built it into something huge and I see you guys building this and getting some really great people on it like it's similar in it like you've just got to keep going I think there needs to be a big like shout out to like creators that work at the same time because I think like there's so much that you have to do outside of this and then you have to dedicate so much time to it at the same time it's like that's almost like two jobs but one you don't get paid for so I think like a lot of creators that (laughs) do it on the side like deserve a lot of credit because so much goes into it that people won't see yeah uh definitely and sometimes people comment my videos like why is this so far behind real life because I've just seen it on Twitter and I'm like "Mm." 
just ignore Twitter. Just stick to YouTube and it's fine. I'm like, I'm trying, but I know that if I leave it like a week, then I'm a video behind. And then we have a midweek game and then mm. I'm two videos behind. And then it's just like a bit of a backlog. So I've just got to like keep being in a routine of getting it done. But obviously, yeah, life happens and then you end up being a bit behind. But I think the more practice, like the the quicker you get get it, obviously. But um, but I know like obviously because there's so many platforms to grow, like obviously TikTok as well. But then you've got to take everything you've done for YouTube, turn it into TikTok. It's long, and I underestimated yeah. it, and now I appreciate the work that goes into it. <laughs> it is really hard, like, and everything's so different, like editing for YouTube and editing for TikTok, and you're like, oh, this is too much. Yeah. But. I always, I always think in my head, like, like I remember saying to Jay, like, oh, let's just try to do one platform and get that done. But <clears throat> it's, like, it's, it's so hard. It's just so mm. hard because, yeah. like, when, especially when you are on multiple platforms, you're like, oh, well, I'm neglecting this one now, so I better do this yeah, one here or exactly. vice versa. And yeah. it's like, oh, I've got, I've got followers on this one, so it's, it seems stupid for me not to promote it here. But then you can't even watch it here. And you're just like, oh, it's... It, it, yeah, it is, it is another job within itself. And then, like, community management and stuff. Like, I think yeah. a lot of people forget. Like, I, I forget a lot. Like, when people are like, oh, I'm like, why is this person uploaded today? And then, like, I'll go on their Instagram. I'm like, oh, they're, they're on holiday, just <laughs> taking a break. They don't actually yeah. work for me. <laughs> they're not actually yeah. only making this video for Where me. Where is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I did find, like, again, like I said, I'm still learning, like, the algorithm and stuff like that. And there's so many videos on that, isn't there? But over Christmas, we didn't have a game for a few weeks. And was it this Christmas we had went into a bit of lockdown again? Yeah, we did, didn't we? And then, like, football we... got cancelled. Yeah, did we? No, before, that was last Christmas. Christmas. Oh, no, yeah, I, had this... I had COVID uh, oh, right. the second time. So I missed a game. And then it meant that I went, like, three weeks without uploading a video. And then, like, my views dropped straight down. YouTube recommendations dropped straight down. I was just like... I should have just uploaded something. But it's learning, isn't it? Like, mm. you just got to keep grinding. <laughs> it's hard, like, just algorithms and stuff is... Like, I don't understand YouTube at all. I don't know, like, <laughs> as much as I love it as a consumer, like, I, I, I can't. I just can't do it. And it's just... I, I, don't know what, I, I just don't know what it is. I just find it, like, it's just too big. I just feel like it's too big. Yeah. I mean... um, kindly um neil who does um the media at hashtag um he helps me with some of my analytics sometimes i'm like Neil, i don't know what this means um and some of the guys are, are quite helpful as well but sometimes they'll explain things to me and i'm like yeah thanks <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we'll get there we'll get there let's talk let's talk euros um women's euros at home yeah, gonna be it's gonna be exciting. I'm really looking forward to it. You said you mentioned before before we started filming, you got tickets for England Norway. Yeah. Norway's are one of Jay's teams to look out for. Mm. Mm, I think that's gonna be the best game in the group because obviously when I bought tickets in the pre like pre sale, you obviously had to register. You didn't know who were getting mm. like you didn't know the group stages yet. Yep. But um, I'm pretty happy with that. To be honest, so, yeah. good game. Actually. That is incredible luck. That is incredible. The fact that yeah. you got it when they first came out, because I did that as well, and I didn't get England versus Norman. I was like, if there was one game I could get, like, yeah. I wish it was that one. So it's, yeah, incredible. Like. There, there might be more tickets come out, but um, I just picked it because obviously I've been to like a lot of 
well, I, I don't know why I said that. I was about to say I've been to a lot of London stadiums. I haven't. But I just wanted to go somewhere different. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brighton. So, yeah, in the summer. Should be good. Brighton Stadium is good, I think. Yeah, I've never been there. So It's a bit, yeah, it's a bit further out than, like, Brighton. I want to say City Centre, but, like, the Yeah, it is a bit. Because we were looking at, like, Airbnbs to take the dogs. Um, so, yeah, they should be good. But, yeah, hopefully, um, I don't know what they're doing about, like, giving tickets to, like, schools or girls' football teams or whatever. But hopefully that's going to happen and mm. um, get more girls to go and watch. Obviously, the mm. World Cup did huge things for the women's game. Um, and now that this is here, hopefully that will do some good things as well. You gonna you think about creating any content around it, or are you just going? Oh my god, my dog's gone. <laughs> well, don't drop it. Um, do you know what? I have thought about it because when you were saying earlier about like what other things you'd want to do, I know that um, like game vlogs of big games do do quite well, and obviously like Fogden and Fogdad obviously like are doing mm. really really well. Um, I did think about it, and then I pictured myself in a stadium filming myself. When I film myself in the dugout at football to be like say an update I'll go and stand next to the dugout because otherwise mm. the girls go go on Alex <laughs> and I'll forget what I'm saying oh sorry it's so embarrassing um, so yeah I have thought about it I think I might I think I might I think but, like it's definitely the place to do it like yeah I feel like at women's football games it's much more it's like they're not going to get on you sort of thing but I've seen mm. like people yeah. do it and like people complain about it they're like oh if you wanted to film yourself like you should stay at home I'm like, like everyone yeah. enjoys everyone enjoys stuff different ways like yeah and and then yeah. sometimes I'm like I'm like it's his job like no one yeah tells you what and to it's do only your job. like, like it's... when you're feel, like actually filming yourself that it feels a bit cringe mm. but when you watch it back like I was saying to you earlier if you like sound confident it looks good and mm. Like people can make comments like that, but the videos that people make going to games generally do pretty well. So yeah, yeah. The people watch them. He probably went home and watched it anyway. <laughs> Left a like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is, I do. That's one thing I find a bit like. I'm never really sure. Like the trick that I got, I found sort of thing was like get a mic or use like an AirPod. Because then you've not cool. got you've not got to be as loud. <laughs> like you're not shouting at the camera. True. Do you know what I mean? Uh, this is like if you're filming on your phone sort of thing. I mean, if you're doing like G7X, you'll probably have to get like an actual mic. But yeah. like on your phone, you've not got a, you can just talk. So you can have like your phone like almost down. Yeah. And if you're in stands and you can still see. Just show your like, 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 double long. chin. Yeah, great angle <laughs> You can me. just sort of like whisper, like put it in your lap and just yeah. whisper to yourself. I'm <laughs> A really good game. I'm really enjoying myself. <laughs> so I was like, "What are you doing? Nothing, nothing, nothing." <laughs> yeah. Sending a voice note. <laughs> Do you know what? Uh, I think I might give it a go. Um, I had been thinking about it. Now you mention it, maybe I could go to another game, like a smaller game practice. Although a smaller game is probably worse. Less people in the stand. You can sit like away from people, or you're yep. able to. Yeah. You got to like yeah, if true. you when you get to when you get to the Amex, you got to like run around, and scout about. Run around. It's a little, yeah, it's a little bit it's a like it's a little bit quieter over here, so maybe I can do it here. Like or do like classic is like backing onto. So say this is like the door, and you go out into the seats. Yeah. Do it like so, like pretend like, like my window's the door, like and you can see the pitch. And do it like here. Then I'm out, I'm in another room, but you can tell that I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, right. I've actually just come out here because it's, it's quiet, not because 
I'm shitting myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all the tips are useful and I'll watch them on videos and write some things down. That is one thing I'm not very good at, like planning in advance. And sometimes Mm. when I edit, I'll realise that I've been like filming and twisted the camera as I've like stopped filming. And then in the next part I want, I've actually done the same thing. And sometimes it works out really well to be like a cool transition. Yeah. But most of the time, I'm very bad at doing that. Or like, I'll stop filming as someone says something. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so um, I think I'd have to, that would have to be a true test of my ability to like plan a video in advance mm. and do it properly. Um, but yeah, because people do stuff, don't they? Like getting fans' opinions for the game, like predictions. Mm. But then you've got to be confident enough to go and speak to other people. Speak to them. But you yeah. like, you can be able to get down, like, probably like pitch side, because it's much more like yeah. free flowing. And then you can get like warm ups and stuff. And like, yeah, a lot true. of the girls will take pictures and do stuff after. Like, I, yeah. I, yeah, I, just, I think, yeah, I think it is obviously like confidence, but like, you've you got you, to start you'll somewhere. Be able to smash you? It. Yeah, you've got you'll to be do able it. To smash it. And, and the thing is, I can always edit it out. Yeah. That's <laughs> if the it's bound in. I think it'd be really good. I think that's what, especially like women's football, like seeing it up close and stuff like that. I think people would love it. Yeah, it's different, isn't it? And like, like you say, because there's less people there. Um, I feel like, especially when you watch like WSL stuff, the girl, like the players, are a lot more like talkative and they're happy to do things like that. And I know they do it with other people. Um, I think it could. I think it could work. Yeah. I mean, it definitely works. Like, how your vlogs are now, it's like, it's your personality, isn't it? Like, it's not, look, it's just the team. So it's, even if it's not the team there and you're somewhere else, like, we're still getting your personality. We're still getting mm. your style. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, put myself a bit more because before I was sort of doing it like it was an official, like, hashtag thing. And then I thought about, like, the future and, mm. like, where where I'm going to go with this. And then decided I needed to put myself in it a mm. little bit more to like build a bit more of a character but it's hard when the camera's like this close to your face <laughs> like in my arms aren't that long it's always yeah. literally here and it's not get the like best a, angle get a stick get a yeah. self-stick yeah, self stick. but how like um, that's another yeah. thing that feels like super cringe like yeah that stick. would be worse at a football match I would not <laughs> no you can get like it's little like ones. small and it just means you can hold it a bit and get a little bit without it looking wow. like telescopic like yeah, yeah. Like firing out because that's not the one you got it like in someone else yeah like, sorry nice. wheeling it back in yeah, like, about that. <laughs> yeah some, but, sometimes the girls take like my camera and then they're like oh this is alex behind the camera and they're like do some skills and i'm like i've got it <laughs> give me the camera back <laughs> and you go do some you're like this is my skill please hand it back <laughs> yeah i told you i like winning headers I'm, I'm, yeah i haven't got skills i'm a header girl i'm a tackles girl yeah, I could do that in a warm up, I guess. I mean, I was just drawing in to, like, a bit. Fire the ball really high. Yeah, that would actually yeah. be quite funny. I yeah. would definitely watch that little, <laughs> and that would fly on TikTok as well. Like you just in selfie mode, someone pings the ball up, it is all running around with the phone in your hand, trying to <laughs> send it off. Yeah, where it smashes you in the face, and you've got to pretend it didn't. You wipe your tears. <laughs> oh, like rolled, just like off your face, yeah. camera out. That would happen. <laughs> oh, do you know what else I thought about doing? Um, a Francis. Bourgeois, whatever his surname is, mm. type angle. What do you think? Oh, yeah. That would work. Oh, with that the GoPro work. on your head. Yeah, yeah, that would really work. 
Then you wouldn't have to worry about like um, missing goals and stuff because yeah. you just film it the whole way. No, facing moi. Yeah, oh, and then and you, you re- get your reaction oh, yeah. instead of watching, instead of oh, seeing the goal, just get your reaction yeah. of the goal. I wonder if you could get a two way thing. So then I wouldn't miss the goals because I'd be looking at them and get the bench reactions. Mainly yeah, so it's a, that's what he uses, right? It's like a GoPro 360. Mm. Oh, it does do both. Doesn't and it? it does do both sides, doesn't it? So yeah. you could have it on your head, like down on your head like this, yeah. and then <laughs> have the game going on in the background and like, you're like going mad. That'd be sweet. <laughs> the only thing is, like, imagine like you just forget your arms kind of like a bit, have something to yeah. eat, like spill some food down yeah. yourself or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Actually, you're editing, so it doesn't matter. You can be like, yeah. well, that happened. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes like we eat a lot of sweets on the bench, like to the point where I'm like, mm, does this look professional? I mean, you're supposed to eat gummies before you go on, right? L- little sugar boost. Mm. But yeah, the bench, the sweets come out and so sometimes when i'm like getting our goal cam actually it's just us sitting there stuffing our faces <laughs> and i have to like trying to edit it so we look a little bit more professional <laughs> but yeah um we like to have a bit of a laugh on the bench as well so it's good to capture all of that so, mm. <laughs> so between going or the merger with hashtag yeah. you were diagnosed with card cardio marpathy yeah that's it um how how's that how's that affected you? Um it's it's been hard, mostly because like day to day, like fine and like I felt fine at football. There was nothing going on. Like I was never unwell, which is a blessing, obviously, but also a bit of a like for a while I made me feel a bit fraudulent. Mm. Because I, I know that's something to be grateful for and um Shall I just tell you how it came about? It probably makes it easier to tell you how it came about. Is that right? Yeah. Um, My cousin died in his sleep. He's only 21. And obviously, because it's like when it's a sudden death, they um, obviously like find out why it happened. Um, And they found that he had a type of cardiomyopathy, which people that don't know, you can kind of work it out from the word. It's like a a disorder of the heart muscle. And there's a few different types. Um, And it can be genetic. So... There's a really good charity called Cry or Cardiac Risk in the Young, um, which I would advise everyone to go and have a look at because um, you can organise for free heart screenings on it. They like obviously people fundraise and they can do free heart screenings. I think it's for people aged 14 to 35. Um, it picks up a lot of people like before they've got to this point of being unwell, obviously, or even the worst happening. Um, so, yeah, so I ended up getting screened through that. And I had some, like, few small abnormalities, but, like, a lot of people have some abnormal things going on. Um, And initially, like, I was told after that to stop playing football because sport can make it worse. But that wasn't good enough for me. Like, I was captain. Like I said, I love football. It was my life. Like, I'm always... I'd always be training. Like, I'd never miss anything. Um, So, yeah, that wasn't good enough for me. Um, Kept playing football for, like, another year. And then I had some more like investigations done, um, some more MRIs, and then found that like my things had got worse. Like I had some scarring on my heart, um, which had got worse. So that was when they decided like, no, this is it. Um, no more football. And um, I kind of, it's kind of weird really. Like when part of you, I don't know. I kind of knew that it might, that might happen, but, don't think the worst do you obviously mm. 
and I always just thought, oh, there'll be a way around it. Like there's a there's a Dutch player that plays with like defibrillator stuff like that. Yeah. Um, in the Dutch league, I don't know if he's actually Dutch. Um, and then yeah, I was at work one day, got a phone call, went to the toilet, answered, no more football. And then yeah, I literally told like my half, my parents, and then phone Jason, our manager. Um, and that was it. And then like I told the girls a week later. And that was just it. And I'd done like, like I'd been captain. Like we'd just obviously done the merger. I'd done some interviews. Like I did something for Sky Sports and obviously like I said, BBC Radio. Um, and then like I'd been interviewed and stuff. And then suddenly that was just it. And like I never got to play in the hashtag kit. And also we got through to the semi-finals of the Essex County Cup. We beat our biggest rivals, the Lyricky, in the semi-finals. We got through to the final. So we were confident we'd have won it. And then because of COVID, it got cancelled. Oh. So it was just like all these little things that... Um, to be honest, for a while, like, I wish I'd never told anyone and just got on with it. And because, mm. like I say, like it's hard. Like, when you've not been ill, like, the last training session I ever did was sprinting, like, pre-season sprints, which I'm fuming about, by the way. <laughs> last session I ever done. Not even a fun one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pre-season sprints. Um, shuttle runs as well, not not fun. Um, yeah, that was it. And and to be honest, like like I say, I I felt a little bit fraudulent because there was nothing really wrong with me that I could see, obviously. Um, and also, I didn't really fit into a, a category for cardiomyopathy. There's a lot of criteria, and I didn't fit into any of those. So it's some sort of there's something wrong with the heart muscle. Mm but not kind of enough to fit into anything. So again, I felt a bit fraudulent because it wasn't, it was a diagnosis, but not nothing like fully certain, if you see what I mean. Mm. But that also gave me a little bit of hope as well, which was quickly shut down when I had like genetic testing and stuff. Um, but yes, I joined in a bit with training just to like keep sane. Um, and then to be honest, I was probably got a bit complacent and was joining in a bit too much. And then Christian Eriksen had a cardiac arrest on the pitch and then after that I never ever went to training again mm. I was like I'm done because a lot of mm. my teammates are like emergency service workers and I just thought like well probably them telling me like if that was me and like that was my friends like I'd literally feel awful yeah um and I remember like the doctor telling saying to me like you need to think of like your cousin dying as like a gift to you like he didn't know he, yeah. he wasn't worn like he was sporty he was into like water sports and stuff and he was like he didn't have that opportunity to know and like and that obviously made me like think twice about it as well um and then for a while like I don't think I really realized like how much it was like a release for like your mental health isn't it like yeah if I had a shit day at work I was like at least I got training tonight even if mm. it was a training session in the pouring rain I was like at least I got training tonight and even stupid stuff like I knew what day of the week it was because of football. Yeah, training. Yeah. Like it's so weird, yeah. isn't it? And then, for example, like I, I still remember that one day at work. I work in intensive care a lot. There was a patient that um, wasn't very well, didn't want to get out of bed, didn't uh, didn't really want to do anything. Um, and then the doctor, like the consultant, knew that they were into football. And I remember him going, "Oh, this is Alex Physio. She'll come get your bed. She'll have a chat with you. She's she's really. I remember him saying she's a really good footballer." And I was just standing there like, "Oh my god!" I actually remember going thinking like, "Oh my god, I'm not even a footballer. Like, I'm actually not a footballer anymore." Yeah. And yeah. like, um, I just 
and then it's a bit weird isn't it because like when people ask about football I'm like oh it's easy to just say oh I play for blah 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 do you know what I mean? And then mm. it was all just a bit weird. I felt a bit guilty about it, to be honest. Like, I was lying. I don't know. Yeah. It's just weird. I've still got my um, football bag. I've still got my shin pads in. I've probably still got water bottles in and, like, snacks and stuff. I've never unpacked my last football bag. <laughs> That's a bit sad, really, in it. But anyway, um, it's just, I don't know. It's just, like, the end of an era, isn't it? It's a lifestyle. Mm. Friends, like... It's your release, like I say, it's it's everything. Like, since I was, like, seven, every single Sunday I've played football. Like, my mum used to pick me up from school and drive me straight into London for training, like, three times a week. Like, it's just a weird, weird shift, isn't it? And it's so relating some... now to stay around the game and stay around the team, but... Yeah, exactly. And, like, and for a while, like, I stopped going for a bit. Um, I didn't really have, have a role, like... Mm. It's a bit weird, isn't it, to be, like, hanging around, like, sitting on the sidelines at training, just watching, doing mm. nothing. Because I didn't want to let let it go, like, they're my friends. Um, and I probably felt, like, a bit lost. Um, and then, I can't even remember why I thought of it. I came back from a game. I don't even know who suggested it or whether I thought about it. And I was like, if I'm standing there watching, I might as well just start filming it. And then we played Cambridge United away. And um, I think I, I told some of the guys at Hashtag that I was thinking about it and they were like, yeah, just go for it. And I just filmed it with my phone um, and, like, you can't even really hear anything. Like, it's so bad. I know it's only been a year, but when I watched the first video, I'm just oh, cringing. But um, I just, like, filmed the game and, like, filmed the girls on the bench talking a bit. And when I put it together and, like, put music to it and stuff, like, I was actually like, oh, I actually really like this. Mm. And I, I, I don't know if anyone else liked it, but I just thought, like this it was fun it kept me involved it, it let me do something rather than just standing there a bit like a mug like not doing anything and then yeah sort of went from there sometimes I feel a little bit in the way but um the girls and our coaches as well I know they try hard to make me not feel like that so they've obviously been really good about it as well and getting the camera shoved in their face um so yeah it's it's gone all right so far <laughs> I find it really interesting that you think like you said <clears throat> when you first got the diagnosis like you felt a bit of a fraud because it's like mm. it felt like well it's like you can't see it sort of thing yeah and to someone else it's like oh I've got this and they'll, they'll be like mm, you're fine like like you said oh you we were doing sprints last week sort of thing Not, nothing wrong like, I was fit and like I know this is a really awful thing to say but like part of me at the time wished I'd wished I'd like not nothing major obviously but like fainted or felt dizzy mm. or just something so that one I felt there was actually something wrong mm. and also like I was worried other people would think like what what you want about like there's literally mm. nothing wrong with you so that other people think as well I know no one would ever think that but um just part of me I wish something like that had happened I know that's really bad to say but, but it's like it's like so. a valid it'd be like a validation yeah exactly Especially like, like validation mental health wise like like you said if you you were fit and like it's like okay it probably as much as it's like a bad thing to say it's it would have helped your process a lot better yeah I think so I mean probably one thing that did help is that I do have medical knowledge and so mm. like I I understood well I did a lot of googling obviously but like I generally understood like what what I was being told which probably helped as well um but yeah, this is a, a weird, weird time. And honestly, even like in January this year, I got referred to a different like specialist hospital. Um, 
and I've got my hopes up. It's silly, isn't it? It's been like two years. And I really had my hopes up. I got really upset again. And for about a week, I just wanted absolutely nothing to do with football again. Mm. And it's, I don't know. It's just way it is. a process, isn't it? It's not like mm. linear. And honestly, I can say that's like literally the saddest I've ever been in my life. Like, it was almost like loss of something, like not a person. Mm. But mm. yeah, uh, like a loss, a loss. It, it's weird. But um, I've obviously been really lucky to like find something else to still be involved like I'm still in there uh, when we put our hands in like in the huddle before a game and at half time I'm still in that tab. right people there we have it thank you so much for tuning in Alex thank you so much for joining us Jay as always my man I hope you feel better and we'll catch you next time see ya